Good morning. Today is Sunday, June 6th, 2021. For the past several years, I've had the privilege to serve as the rabbinic consultant to Baron de Hearst Cemetery. Cemetery is run in accordance with halacha, with Jewish law, and when there are questions or when I see things that are issues of Jewish law, I am asked those questions and I give my responses. It is a very gratifying part of my work, though sometimes it is heartbreaking and it is a heavy burden of responsibility. The questions that come up can be very, very serious. They can be very emotional, very complex, and they can also be very interesting especially when an issue comes up I had never even considered or never even heard of. For example, a while ago I was asked the following question. There are a few places in Berendahur Cemetery that are empty. But someone raised the question, you know, Berendahur Cemetery is very old. It goes back many, many decades. Someone raised the question, what if possibly someone is buried in a space, but for some reason it was never marked, and we would only find out about it when we're about to bury someone there. That would be a terrible tragedy. That would be a catastrophe. Now, this is an extremely remote possibility, especially as I now know the meticulous record-keeping that goes on at Baron de Hirsch. And after what I'm going to tell you, we have confirmed that, in fact, there is no such thing that has happened at Baron de Hirsch. But I was asked the following question. Could we use a new non-invasive technology to check? And that technology is called Ground Penetration Radar, GPR. It's something like a portable metal detector. Not exactly, but you get the idea. But when it is used by experts, it can detect the presence of a body buried below the ground. And then you'd have to decide what you were going to do about it. So my answer to that question was, sure, there's no problem with that. It doesn't involved disturbing a grave. It's done only on top of the grave. And the ultimate purpose of this activity was for the, the goal of Kavod HaMes to show honor to those who have passed away, which is a fundamental Jewish value and certainly a fundamental Jewish value for the cemetery in general. So there's no problem to use that technology. I never expected to hear about that technology in the context of last week's news. Last week, one of the First Nation bands announced that GPR, groundbreaking, ground-penetrating radar, had located the remains of 215 children in unmarked graves at the former Kamloops Indian Residential School in British Columbia, 
at one time the largest residential school in Canada. And as horrible as that is, it is even more tragically not a surprise. In 2015, the official Truth and Reconciliation Committee, I'm sorry, Truth and Reconciliation Commission, published among their other findings an entire volume titled Missing Children and Unmarked Burials. And that volume is 266 pages long. And again, quoting from that official government commission, the most basic questions about missing children. Who died? When did they die? Where are they buried? Have never been addressed or comprehensively documented. Now that was 2015, six years ago. And that commission, I'm sure you remember, included 94 calls to action, including finding those graves again, six years ago. And clearly, that work has only just begun. Marie Wilson, one of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission commissioners, said this week, when does the atrocious become an emergency? And that's a very good question. That's a very serious question. Well, it should have been a long time ago. It needs to be now. Several people have said, expressed a similar sentiment this week. And that is that the name of this commission in 2015 was very precise, Truth and Reconciliation Commission, because the first step is truth. Without truth, there can be no reconciliation. There must first be truth, and we are still clearly a long way from just the truth, much more so from any kind of realistic and meaningful reconciliation. As Jews, we have a particular basis to cry out in horror, to cry out in shame, and to cry out in support of all First Nations in advocating for proper treatment for those who died, advocating for the value that we hold so dear, kavod hames, honor and dignity to every single human being who has passed away, which we practice for ourselves and which we are obligated to make sure is practiced for others. 
we must cry out in advocacy and in support of all those who are grieving now and who will be grieving when they finally receive conclusive information about their loved ones. And we must cry out in advocacy and in action for all of those who continue to be mistreated in so many different ways. And we must do thus because the Torah teaches us that every human being is created in God's image, which means that God considers every single human being dear and cherished and worthy of dignity, the same that we would want for ourselves. And we must do this also because we have suffered the same throughout our history. And the experience of our history should lead us to want to make sure it never happens, not only to us, but not to anyone else either. We, among all the groups in Canada, should be among the most vocal and active on this subject. Grand Chief Jerry Daniels said, We are all now reliving one of the darkest periods of our collective history. Every Canadian needs to know about this time and the generational trauma it caused. And finally, First Nations Chief Perry Bellegarde said, the graves of 215 children were history talking and Canadians need to listen. And I would add, and we as Jews have a special duty to listen and to respond. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.